It's Friday, friends. Welcome into BetQL Daily, live coast to coast on the BetQL network. The weekend is so close. You can smell it. It's right around the corner. Chris Mack alongside Jim Rodriguez, Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski will be back on Monday. We've got you covered. We are going to get you prepped for the weekend. Yes, plenty to go through. An NL East preview in the second hour. College basketball bounce backs and building blocks that we may see this weekend in one hour from now as well. And at the top of the third and final hour, we'll talk to our old friend John Martin of BetQLU and the Daily Memphian to talk about some of those college basketball games this weekend. Lightning bets before we wrap up to send you off into the weekend. And uh, in 20 minutes, some early movement already on Major League Baseball win totals. We'll get into that. Uh, let's see. Geno restructures in Seattle. The Dodgers win the Cactus League opener. And let's uh, Austin Matthews, goal number 52. He just keeps scoring the NBA second half underway. And we had a lot going on with that, which we'll get to in just one minute. Don't forget to watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube. Search Odyssey Sports. And of course, you can download us later. Anything you may have missed inside your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, just search and subscribe to BetQL Daily. But J-Rod, it's just another night in college basketball. Yep, another home dog, rank, or home ranked home favorite, loses. I mean, at least Arizona loses to a ranked team in Washington State. Right. Uh, but a wild one at the end. You could tell with probably two or three minutes left in that one that the Wildcats are not covering the 12-and-a-half-point spread. So... With the two, there were only two ranked uh, home teams in action last night: Arizona and Purdue, two big dogs. Uh, Purdue handles Rutgers; they covered the fifteen-point spread, no problem. But Arizona loses that wild one to Washington State. We'll get into bounce backs and building blocks in an hour. But college hoops, what else do you expect, right? Yeah, I mean, and and but again, this is what I enjoy about college hoops actually more than I do about college football. Because again, if this happens in college football, that's it. Arizona and Purdue, for example, their season is wrecked. They're not going to, right. to the final four. They're not going to any sort of, you know, uh, playoff. There, there are no more implications, at least with college basketball. It's a little bit more forgiving. And if anything, these losses are actually good for business if you're the mm. NCAA, if you're the other teams, if you're a sports investor, because now all of a sudden you think, well, can Purdue's got a history of this. Arizona, wow, they, they lost UConn. You, finally, somebody got them. So now it creates more interest in this stuff. And I think it's great. And again, I think people got to always remember these conference games, especially as we get to the end of February, right as March comes around the corner. These are tough, tough games, home or away. It's almost indifferent. And for Washington State, man, talk about a huge win for them. They're already ranked going into the, the Pac-12 tournament. But I think if you're Arizona, again, this is where I've always said, this is where the coaching matters, where you kind of say, okay, listen, that's all right. Listen, it's going to happen. We're going to lose games. How do you bounce back? What do you do the next time around? We saw Purdue pass the test. Granted, Rutgers always helps. That's just what the doctor orders, right? You put them on your schedule after a, after a tough loss and things get well. But I love college basketball for that. You know, and, and again, to, re, to me, it creates more excitement. Yeah, and again, an hour from now, some teams looking to bounce back, some teams looking to build off of big wins earlier in the week. 
We'll talk about those college hoops, bounce backs, and building blocks. I mentioned uh, early MLB win total moves, and we'll get into an NL East preview a little bit later. Dodgers absolutely wrecked the Padres in that Cactus League opener. (laughs) Eight of the first nine batters reach base and score. Joe Musgrove only pitched to like four of those guys, I think, has the old infinity sign in his ERA column. Four more games today, J-Rod, including Cactus League openers for the Royals, the Rangers, the D-backs, and the Rockies, and we get Cubs, White Sox as well. Moving toward what tomorrow will be a jam-packed spring training slate. Um, I saw you feet kicked up yesterday. I imagine there was a cigar nearby, maybe, uh, enjoying some Cactus League action. We were all watching that first game between the Dodgers and Padres. Yeah, again, I I, I told my son this, and I was talking to to the guys before we started the show. First day of spring training, Dodgers win 14-1, to put an eight spot up in the first inning. Who cares? But at least I would rather win a 14-to-1 game, whether it's March, April, June, July, August, September. I would rather win a 14-to-1 game than lose a 14-to-1 game. But I think I was more impressed with the fact that the Dodger pitching, because a lot of those guys that we saw, especially at the beginning, are guys that are going to be fighting for that fifth starter rotation. Because, again, I think the one thing the Dodgers have that is, as a fan, as an as a better, that's scaring me is, is that starting rotation, for as much money as they spent, that starting rotation is dangerously thin. And yeah. uh, it's good to see the Michael Groves, you know, and, and, and you know, those guys be able to kind of come in and, and do a little work. Again, the first day. But again, I'd rather win 14 to 1 than lose 14 to 1. Oh, sure. I think I think that's something that could probably be said for a lot of rotations of contenders, right? Really good up top, but you get back to the four and five spots and you start to wonder how consistent those spots are going to be. Real quick on the ice, Rangers win their ninth in a row, emphatically so. Uh, Leafs win their sixth in a row, another high-scoring game, 7-3 out in Vegas. I mentioned Austin Matthews gets his 52nd. He's on pace for 76. Nobody has Mm. scored this many goals in the first 60 games of a season, and yes, they've only played 56 Toronto uh, since Yager and Lemieux as Penguins teammates back in 95. Uh, Kings four-game winning streak was snapped at home against Nashville. The Islanders are a disaster. They lose their fourth and five. They've now actually lost 15 of their last 21. But Ottawa on the upswing, they upset the Stars. They've won two or three and actually cleared six straight unders as well. Before we pivot to the NBA, where we had a bunch of bets last night and how we did last night, I would be remiss, and I have to notice Gurch has thrown it up on the screen just to quack, smack me in the face with it. That Gonzaga-Portland bet I made last night, it's the only one of mine that didn't hit. The Zags, 21.5-point favorites on the road at Portland. And guess what they win by, J-Rod? 21. 20. Yeah. 21. Uh, On the hook, my friend. On on the hook. hook. As Blues Traveler sang, the hook brings you back. And uh, it did. It brought... Brought Portland back to a cover, a backdoor cover over Gonzaga. So I lost that one. But as for the NBA plays, and I also lost my stupid Brunson healed parlay. But let's start with that game, J-Rod, because you hit the under there on Knicks Sixers. And the Knicks look like a team that, man, when they get healthy, they are going to be scary. And, mm-hmm. and not just like, oh, Scary to everyone else in the Eastern Conference but the Celtics, but no, scary to everyone, including the Celtics. 
Um, they looked really strong. That was a team win last night in Philly. All the old Nova guys going back to Philly. DiVincenzo, Brunson, flexing on them. Um, 110-96 the final. And other than Maxi, nobody really showed up for the Sixers. Yeah, I think what's what's impressive is is you know not not only that they got 110, but that Thibodeau defense grind you in the dust, held the Sixers to under 100. I get it. There's no Embiid, but these are the games you got to win. You got to take advantage of when you get the Sixers on your schedule. And for the Knicks, they needed this. They had struggled a little bit. Jalen Brunson, you know, again. They were chanting MVP in Philadelphia for Jalen Brunson. Spike Lee was there wearing some Brunson gear, 21 and 12. Tell you what, we talked about MVPs and Jalen kind of got, you know, he was like the fifth guy we talked about. But all of a sudden, you know, the Knicks, New York, a lot of attention that the Knicks start to move a little bit. But that was a big win because they were a half a game ahead of Philly for the fourth spot in the East. So that was a big Big, big win for the Sixers. And, again, it doesn't get any easier because their next game is against the Celtics. Yeah, and on, on the road in Philly, too, as as you pointed out. Uh, yes, the first half under hit as well as the game under. Yeah, we're, we're with you, Jake. We got you covered. Don't worry. NBA Jake hit last night as well. J-Rod, you called it magic at the Cavs. The Cavs red hot the last month, month and a half. But the magic come in and absolutely bully them all over the place in Cleveland. 116-109, the final. And they're now an NBA best 36 and 18 against the spread, the Magic. Yeah, we gave you that nugget yesterday because listen, I, I bet it at seven and a half. I, you know, Orlando started uh, at plus seven and a half on the road. When it, when it went up to eight and a half, I hit it again because why not? Because again, best against the spread. Now, did I expect them to win the game outright? Hell no, but I'll take that as well. Listen, only the third loss for the Cavs in their last 21 games. Maybe it was a letdown after the break. Maybe Orlando came more, you know, prepared and more ready. Listen, Orlando is, I think, hungrier than Cleveland because Orlando's fighting in that play-in game, fighting for that division with the Heat. Um, And I love Orlando. I've been watching a lot of their games this year because I've been big on Bancaro assists big on Wagner points and rebounds been watching a lot of them and this team has got it I mean are they going to win the title no but they are just a tough 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 out and again once again they covered so keep hammering the magic especially if you're getting seven and a half eight and a half yeah I know Cleveland has has been great but once again this is why I have my doubts about the Cavs yeah it's it's Great call by you yesterday on the Magic. We also hit some other NBA games. We winning record four and two, I think, between J. Rod and I on our lightning bets. Mavs oh, covering. And by the way, I, I forgot to mention this. It, it, for as much as I'm liking the Magic, maybe we need to start thinking about fading the Cavs a little bit moving mm. forward. Okay? Yeah, you, this is the this was the fir- this was their first of five games in seven nights. And nine games in 14 nights. So it's going to get tough sledding for the Cavs for the next two weeks. So just keep that in your back pocket when you're thinking about fading the Cavs. This is five and seven games, nine and 14 days. Keep that in mind moving forward with the Cavs. Maybe some regression after what we've seen for the last month and a half. Uh, Dallas all over the Suns. They win by 10 after Kevin Durant argues with some fans pregame, but doesn't kick them out of the building. Uh, Durant and Booker combined for 58, but Luka, I mean, 41 points, just one board away from a triple-double. OKC, the Clippers, the Clippers looked like you would expect James Harden to look on his return to OKC. 
Perhaps he found some old haunts, right? Maybe he was out the night before. Uh, down 14 with about three and a half minutes left. They pull Harden, George, and Kawhi, um, put him on the bench. SGA hits 30 again, 31 last night. Thunder win by 22, so that hit for us. Uh, the Bulls had a great second quarter against the Celtics. If it were just about the second quarter, yay, Bulls. Unfortunately, they play four quarters in the NBA, right. and the Celtics outscored them 101-73 to in the other three quarters. Derek White with 28, good call by Mark. Oh, he said, felt like a Derek White game. It was Celtics cover their eight and a half and Golden State. This might be the story of the night. If we're not talking about another Jokic triple double, his 16th, just the third in NBA history besides Russ and LeBron to have one against every team in the league and another Sabonis triple double as well. His 19th of the season. Those might be the story this morning, J-Rod, if not for 25 first half points by Steph Curry and the Warriors beating the LeBronless Lakers by 18. Anthony Davis, 27 points and 15 boards, but that's just not enough without LeBron on the floor. Yeah, and, and then you just got to wonder, because LeBron's injury is is the outside of his left ankle, and it's been bugging him for a while. And again, this is nagging. Again, you know, LeBron, for as much as we love him and we marvel at, at, at being able to play at this pace 20 years in the league, that's a lot of beatings, man. And the fact that he didn't take the All-Star game off, he played in the All-Star game, didn't play a lot, but, you know, could have could literally have been resting with his foot up for a five for a week, played it, and then he misses the first game back, missed the, the first game before the break. You just got to wonder, you know, outside left ankle, when you're pivoting, when you're moving, that is going to be interesting moving forward. And I think we got no relief in terms of or, or, or any sort of enlightenment about the MVP conversation because everybody who was an MVP candidate showed why. Luka, uh, Joker, Brunson, everybody looked right. good last night. Yeah, Joker uh, getting that triple-double on 10 for 10 from the field. First time in NBA history someone's had at least 15 points, 15 boards, 15 assists on 100% shooting from the floor as the Nuggets beat the Wizards by Mm. 20. I mentioned Sabonis in that win over the Spurs, his 19th triple-double. Tyrese Halliburton has a double-double in the Pacers' win over the Pistons. It looks like the Pacers are maybe starting to find their sea legs again after the disruption of... Halliburton's injury and then the deadline and then the all-star break maybe they come out and play a little bit better and we can't we can't skip over the Pels New Orleans gets 27 from Zion they've won eight of their last nine and four in a row J-Rod yeah all of a sudden you know the Pels this is where we need to this is where I had my doubts the, the, the Zion hasn't played a full season in a long time so mm. now these this last third could he continue and could he continue to march and the Pelicans at least pass the test the first day back baseball it's here we we sat around yesterday afternoon and watched it spring training has arrived but what about those regular season win totals some insights from bed MGM on where there have been early moves already on some of these win totals and maybe where you can find some value Get into that next alongside Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack. You're locked in on a Friday morning to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.